Welcome and thanks for listening to this message from City Bridge Community Church. Our heart at City Bridge is to call all people to be fully devoted followers of Christ. To learn more about City Bridge and how you can take your next faithful step with Jesus, check us out online at citybridgechurch.org. Now, here's the message. Well, let me be the first to wish you happy birthday, City Bridge Community Church. Uh, Yeah, Uh, we did it. It has been an amazing year of, of all that God has done and all that we anticipate he's going to do as we move forward. And let me just share with you, as we've reflected upon the year, we are not simply surviving. Uh, we are thriving as a local community of people who are called out of darkness and into Jesus's marvelous light. It was roughly a year ago that we got to come together and we were embodying the same mission of Christ, the same values we've been walking with for years as we were Watermark. And now we had a new name, a new identity for a, for a unique opportunity that God had given us. And we have reflected over this past year and all we can do is like celebrate like, like what God has been doing amongst us. And so over the break, I got some time just to kind of delve a little bit more into our year celebration. And it was funny, I came back to the office and I was kind of seeing a bunch of people I hadn't seen in a few weeks. And I was like, oh man, how, how was your break? How, how are things going? And then I saw Becca and I was like, why do I feel like I've seen you all week? And I was like, oh, duh, like this was on my kitchen counter all week. And, and I got a time just to sit with it and linger with it and to flip through its pages and to celebrate what God has been doing amongst us as a church community this past year. And something like began to stir in me because I began to realize that every single story in here and every single number that's represented and every single quote and every single picture is really just God on the move through his people to the glory of his son, Jesus Christ. Every single story is a celebration of all that God is, all that he's done. And yet what struck me was it's all through his people that he's moving amongst us. He's moving in us. He's moving through us. And so as the teaching team got together and we began to pray about this moment right here, we begin to be drawn to 1 Thessalonians because 1 Thessalonians is about a church that was planted by the Apostle Paul and then the Apostle Paul leaves for a while and he begins to hear story after story after story about what God is doing amongst this group of people. And it begins to fill Paul's heart with joy that he can't help but to say, hey, give me a pen. I wanna write them back to celebrate what God is doing amongst them. But then he calls them to excel still more. And so we, as we as a teaching team begin to pray and process about this moment, we just kind of felt like Paul a little bit, that we have the, have the privilege and honor of walking with you as we launched this independent church this past year. And yet, as we hear story after story after story about what God is doing in you and through you, all it has done for us is instill in us this heart of celebration. And so we wanna spend some time this morning just doing that celebrating what God has done. But then the the way that Paul does to the Thessalonians, we wanna call one another to excel still more. And so that's what we're gonna be doing this morning. And so first let's celebrate where we've been this past year. And so 1 Thessalonians 1, 2 begins this way. He says, we give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers. You feel that? 
You feel that love? Man, that's the love that we and our elders and our staff have for us as a church body, that we give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers. But then in verse three, it says, why? It says, we were remembering you before God our Father, your work of faith, your labor of love, and your steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And so like Paul prayed for the Thessalonians, we've been praying for you. This past week, the teaching team was walking around this building, kind of Jerichoing it, you know, just kind of walking around seven times, uh, hoping that it doesn't fall down. Um, but we were just praying and we prayed this. And if you notice, there was three things that Paul prayed for, for this group of people, a celebration over, that there was a work of faith that we've seen amongst you this past year that you have let the word of God dwell in you richly and that has spring forth in a life of faithfulness to him, that you've done the work of lingering with him. But as uh, it says in Philippians 2, that, that you have worked out what God has worked into you, that you're both taking the time and energy and effort to linger with Jesus but that's lingering is impacting how you then live your life. There's a work of faith that we celebrate, but there's also a labor of love because love is laborious. It takes energy, it takes work. And so we've seen you labor with love with your family, with communities, with new people that have come here as you've reached out to neighbors and friends and coworkers to call them to come and see not a church building, not a preacher, not a, not a worship leader, but a Christ. And that's because you've had a steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. That your hope isn't rooted in a platform or a political party, but in the person of Jesus. If you remember this past year, we opened up the year by simply saying this, Jesus gets the glory. He gets the honor. He gets the fame. And so that first message we gave way back then has really, really been the only message we've given this year. Jesus is going to receive all glory, our honor, all fame. And that's who we wanna be about. And our hope is in him. And we've seen all of that in you. We've seen a work of faith. We've seen a labor of love. And we've seen a steadfastness of hope in Jesus Christ. And so City Bridge, way to go, way to go. And yet, as we see those things manifest itself in you, God begins to work through you. And we've seen that as well, which is why we can say in verse four, what Paul says, for we know brothers and sisters loved by God. We know that he's chosen you for such a time as this to be invited into his family. Yes, but make an impact into the community around you. Why? Because our gospel has come to you not only in word, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit with full conviction. And so if you mark up in your Bible, mark those four ideas. That the word of God, the gospel of God, the good news of Jesus Christ, the righteous one, has come, lived a life that we have not, could not die the death that we deserve and has risen victoriously. And that good news you have received, but it's also been a reflection of your life. And it's come to you in word, in power, in the Holy Spirit and in full conviction. And so every story we've seen this past year has been God moving through his people and it's manifests itself in these ways. And so in word, I read every single Sunday morning before I teach Isaiah 55, 
that the word of God doesn't return void. It will accomplish what it's set out to accomplish. And so Jeff did the math for me because I'm not good at numbers. Um, but he did the math and he, and he found that we had 275 days this year, 275 days this year in which somewhere on this campus, the gospel was being pushed forth through some platform here, not just Sunday mornings, but throughout the week, 275 days. Every time the door was opened here throughout the week, not just Sunday mornings, that the word of God was going forth, was anchored in the gospel of Jesus Christ and the goodness of Jesus Christ. And that wasn't just on Sunday mornings. That was, uh, and that wasn't through just, just the proclamation of the word through a message. It was through music. It was through testimony. It was through spoken word. It was through video. We preach it to preschoolers, to elementary school students. We have more leaders today than we've ever had investing into the lives of the next generation of Christ followers. The gospel was preached to students and young adults and men's groups and women's groups. And this building was there not to celebrate a building. This will be in ashes one day, but rather this has been used as a platform to proclaim the person of Jesus Christ. And more than we can celebrate that 275 days, we celebrate the fact that every single day on the platform that God has given you, we've heard story after story of individuals saying, hey, I got coffee with this person. Hey, I was wrestling with this. And in my community group, they helped me to walk deeply with Jesus, to realign my mind, realign my focus back towards him. And so 275 is something to celebrate, but 365 is something to rejoice in. And so the word of God doesn't return void. And when you, the gospel goes forth in word, it also goes forth in power. The power of the gospel, the power of the word of God is the power to transform lives. Romans 1.16 says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation to anyone who believes. And so as the word of God has gone forth, whether through a platform or through a personal conversation that you've had, we've seen the power of God unleashed in people's lives as lives have been transformed by the gospel message of Jesus. We've seen people come to believe in Christ for the first time. There has been 25 people we know of that have come to Christ this past year at City Bridge. It's 25 individuals. 17 of those have been baptized this past year. We've seen people not just believe in Christ, but belong to his church community. 143 new members desired to be disciples. 188 new families came. 22 new community groups were launched and 183 groups are what we have total right now. That I know that Sunday mornings is important in the life of a church, but we are City Bridge Community Church. And that community element, that life on life, ongoing investment is where life change begins to stir up and radical transformation happens. We've seen people believe, belong, and we've seen people be trained up in truth. 252 students had life on life discipleship from over 60 student leaders. 389 women at our Christmas coffee went out and didn't meet here, but met in 28 different homes as you individuals, you women here led your groups in the word of God, invited your neighbors, most of whom who attended that were not members of City Bridge, many of whom were not believers. And I could spend the rest of our time just telling stories about that moment. And if you wanna know more stories, Meg McKinley sitting right here, ask her. 
because she will celebrate the goodness and grace of God. 389 women, just pause. That's roughly the people in this room. We say it here, this platform's important, but it's insufficient. And we had 28 women getting after it and loving their neighbors, loving their community in the Lord. People were finally, they were strong in a life of ministry and service. 208 people made war against sin at Regent. 54 couples grew in oneness and owning their part in their junk at Reengage. We've heard amazing stories of marriages this year that were dead, like divorce papers filed. And now they are thriving. And they have rekindled that love that they have, not just for their spouse, but for the Lord. We've seen dozens of stories of life change from Sunday morning, as we have shared from this platform, but we've heard hundreds of stories throughout the week of major things that God has transformed in you and, and those little bitty things that day by day, you're becoming more and more like Christ. And finally, we've seen families foster kids throughout the year. And we've seen four of those families go from fostering to adopting and celebrating live action, what the gospel really looks like of inviting someone into your home and imparting to them, not just the word of God, but their very lives. And we wanna be a church that sings the praises of adoption and fostering because you wanna see lives transformed. You wanna see the gospel in action. Go grab some time with these families because their life is never the same. The word of God has gone forth and when the word of God goes forth, it does not return empty. It accomplishes what God has intended to accomplish. And so it goes forth in the word, but not just in word, but in power. And then the next word is with the Holy Spirit, that we look at these numbers and we celebrate it. And there's good things to think about with numbers in the Bible, but numbers in the Bible, anytime they're used, it's either meant to bring glory to God or to be wise about decisions that are made. It's never meant to bring glory to a human, which is why it goes forth in power, but it's in the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit of God is at work, just like Aslan is on the move, the Holy Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ is at move in us and through us for the glory of God, the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. And so this has never been about a person or a platform. This has always been about the person of Jesus. I'll say it again, the very first message we preached here was Jesus gets the glory forever and ever and ever, amen. And so I just rattled off a bunch of numbers for you, but just recognize two realities. Each number is a human being made in the image of God. That is an eternal soul that Jesus deeply loves. And each and every person, God has used our body to impart with them their next faithful step with Jesus. And so we see that and we celebrate that. And if this is going forth in word and in power and in the Holy Spirit, then our role is to abide in Christ. We've said it probably, if we've been up here 52 times this year, we've probably said it 104 times. To abide with Christ, remain with him, walk deeply with him, walk by the Spirit and run to the Father. Because the last little word that's in that opening is that we would do this with full conviction. But our motto here 
is that we want to be a place that looks like Jesus, a high call to leave everything and follow him, but a safe place to take your next faithful step with him. That God loves you exactly where you're at, but he loves you enough to take you to where he desires for you to go. That full devotion is normal for the life of the believer. And so when those things combine, a group of people who are marked by faith, hope, and love, and are pushing for the word of God by the spirit of God and the power of God with the full conviction of God, things seem to happen. Lives seem to change. Sin gets confessed. Marriages begin to heal. And Jesus is glorified. So let me summarize everything I just said with 1 Thessalonians 2.7 that I know that so many of us can say to other people in our lives. It says in 1 Thessalonians 2.7, but we were gentle among you like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. I know so many of you can look at people of your life and declare that over them. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our very selves, our very lives, because you have become so dear to us. Now I want you to notice that it's not just about declaring truth to people, but walking with people as you walk with them to the author of truth, which is Jesus. I was chatting with Jeff this past week and we were looking over some of the baptism pictures of this past year. And those pictures are so great to kind of see that we celebrate the life change of the individual who has been baptized. And then we're often familiar with the other individual in the tank, an elder or a staff member. But something he pointed out to me was simply the third person that's in the tank. It's not the one being baptized. It's not the church leader or elder, but it's the individual who met with them, who talked with them, who got texts at random hours at night with struggles, and they were there to present grace and the truth of Jesus Christ. And that third person in there imparted to the individual being baptized, not just the word of God, but their very lives. Imagine if you were in the tank next year. Imagine if you spent your time, your talents, your treasures in a way that's so invested in other people's lives that they said, hey, when I'm getting dumped, I want you there with me. Because you imparted to me, not just the gospel of God, but your very lives. City Bridge, way to go. Way to go. Jesus isn't done telling stories because he's not done transforming lives. And he's inviting us into that, that ministry and that mission of transformation. And so if that's where we've been this past year, then where do we see the Lord leading us? Well, that's where we're gonna go next. First Thessalonians 4, 1 says this. Finally then, brothers, finally then, sisters, we ask and we urge you in the Lord. We urge you in the Lord Jesus that you as you have received from us how you ought to walk and to please God just as you are doing, way to go, but that you should do so more and more. The NAS says to excel still more. Verse nine says it this way, now concerning brotherly love, we have no need to write to you for you yourselves are being taught by God to love one another. We see that, we celebrate that. 
For that indeed is what you were doing to all the bro- brothers throughout Macedonia. Uh, Kyle looked it up. Macedonia, uh, Macedonia is roughly the size of DFW. Fancy that. But we urge you, brothers, we urge you, sisters, to do this more and more. Excel all the more. And to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to do the work with the hands as we instructed you so that you might walk properly before outsiders and be dependent upon no one. And so if we celebrated where God has had us, then we are called here to excel still more. And so I see that in two ways. One, to double down with where you're at right now, to double down with your time with the Lord to double down with your love of family, your pursuit of community, your area of service, that you would excel still more in that. Not just check the boxes through it, but to be committed to where God already has you. That you would double down about where you're at right now, but then you would join us with some of the things that God has laid on our hearts about where we see us going in this next year. And so to preview just a few things, First up, you've heard us talk about neighboring. All of these are just ways you can join us coming ahead. But neighboring is an initiative with our city engagement that we wanna have healthy community groups, but we wanna have healthy communities. That we wanna, if, if City Bridge were ever to close its doors, we want the community around us to miss us. But if you were ever to move, I would hope your heathen neighbor would go, man, I'm gonna miss that guy. I'm gonna miss that girl because they loved me, even if I disagree with them, but that we would be people that were neighboring. And so we have an ambassador deal in which we have kind of community captains. We have 15 of those right now. And we want to, over time, continue to allow every single neighborhood, every single street to be purposeful in the reality that you have been planted in your house, in your apartment, by a God who loves your neighbor. So we got neighboring that you can jump into. We have City Bridge Health and it it just breaks my heart that some of my friends aren't here with us today because they've been so instrumental with this. But as of January 1st, the clinic at Parker and Alma will be officially and is officially now City Bridge Urgent Care. Um, That has been a prayer for us for really since the beginning. And it was one of those things that we thought, okay, maybe down the road, but God in his faithfulness has kind of created in us the ability to do that. And we ran full on. And so we're so excited for what God has for us next. And so just to let you know, there's a couple ways you can jump in. One is financially. Um, that, that for the next six months, our city engagement, if you go to our website, if you're giving, you can give to city engagement. That's gonna go straight to our City Bridge Health. Uh, this is the only nonprofit profit urgent care in Collin County. Um, and we have seen the miraculous stories of God just doing amazing things there, lives being changed by the gospel. Uh, this week alone, patients from Ethiopia, Nigeria, Hong Kong, Mexico, Brazil, India, and El Salvador were there. That's this week alone. Talk about the nations coming to our doorsteps. God's like making it easy for us go and share the gospel with all nations and God's going, they're knocking at your door. It's a layup. Everyone who comes to the clinic is engaged both physically but also spiritually, that they're shared the gospel with, they're invited to City Bridge. 
Um, and so if you wanna stretch that evangelical muscle, man, volunteer here. This week, we're gonna see women there that, that have found out that they're pregnant and they're overwhelmed and they're concerned and the culture around them says, you know what you should do? And we're there to love them, to help process with them and to be a resource and to walk with them. You wanna change lives, jump in. We need volunteers to come on site and you can have medical background or just non-medical background. We need City Bridge members to connect with those patients and that are wanting to know that there's more than life than what they've seen. There's smaller specific needs, their radiology, physical therapy, their specialty things. We need you to refer people to that place. But if you have like a medical background or a non-medical background, so two categories, that's everyone. This is a great place to jump in. There's gonna be some information coming your way uh, in the coming weeks for that. That's City Bridge Urgent Care. Next up is Skylark. Uh, Skylark, think kind of camp in the city uh, with us. We have a partnership with Skylark and they're gonna be coming throughout the summer. And this is for first grade through sixth grade coming to our doorsteps. The, the kind of target for this is yes, to bless our body, but to kind of double down with our relationship with Sigler. Uh, to be a source for the clinic with people that have kids that can come and to have kind of a day camp here where they're not traveling elsewhere or having a heavy financial load to get a kid to camp. Um, it's for the working poor. And it's a 10 week deal with 10 different themes and, and it's a high energy, just think camp in the city. It's a great place for high school students, college kids to both disciple others as they're getting discipled by discipling others. You want more information, campskylark.com. You can go there. We have the Institute coming up. Uh, I've been a big fan of the Institute. Uh, for a while I came on staff through the Institute program. I got to be involved with it over at Watermark and I've been uh, able to be a part of it here. And so just to let you know, we did a pilot group this past year with the Institute people. That's them laughing and enjoying life right there in front of their Bibles, not staged at all. But um, <laughs> you know how it works. Uh, but here's the reality, like that is a way for individuals that maybe feel called to vocational ministry or maybe go, hey, how do I fall more in love with Jesus as I'm prepared for a lifetime of faithfully following him in ministry and in service. And so that's a 10 month program from August to May. And so kind of the bulk of the individuals are kind of thinking of young 20 somethings or maybe 30 somethings that are kind of looking to step into a role of ministry or maybe considering seminary and kind of wanna jump into something like this first. But if you know someone like that, have them go to our website, fill out the application because we're closing it down in about two months. And we wanna invest our lives in the next generation, whether they end up here at City Bridge or they'll go out and they bless uh, some other church because we're all on the same team. Um, parenting conference coming up. Um, one of our heartbeats here at City Bridge is we know that there's so many kids um, that are here. I mean, our body has really taken seriously to be fruitful and multiply. Um, well, that's it. But, but man, we are thrilled um, to invest in your kiddos week after week and to invest in you as parents to know what, is, what does it mean to be the primary disciple maker in your family? And so this conference is like a targeted approach. It's February 25th through 26th, and the prices do go up this week, but uh, we just wanna let you know um, that so many of people in our body are parents, and we wanna come alongside, 
not as people who have figured out the answer, but have, have been following the answer. And to come along and point you to him and then give you some practices uh, so that we can invest in the next generation well. And so, what are we doing in this year? It's nothing flashy. It's just faithfulness. So double down where you're at and then join us as we see where God is leading us. So if that's where we're going, then how are we gonna get there? Well, 1 Thessalonians ends this way in verse 16. It says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ for you. Don't quench the spirit. Don't despise prophecies when people are sharing the word of God to you because the word of God doesn't return void. But test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and the soul and the body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful and he will surely do it. Brothers, sisters, City Bridge, pray for us. And so how are we gonna get where we're gonna go? It's not flash. It's individual faithfulness. And so if I could summarize the call to action for this year, it's three things. One, let's walk deeply with Jesus. Walk deeply with him. City Bridge, walk deeply with him. You will never regret it. Walk deeply with Jesus, but then let's war against sin in our lives. Let us be marked by people that are running away from the sin that so easily entangles us and are making war against that, but then are sprinting after Jesus, as 2 Timothy 2.22 says, that we would flee youthful lust, but then we would pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those that call upon the Lord with a pure heart. Let's walk deeply with Jesus. Let's war against sin and let's get to work using our gifts to serve and to bless others. There are so many opportunities to jump in and the reward for past faithfulness is opportunities for future faithfulness. So let's go, let's go. This past year, um, we celebrated my son's first birthday and um, it was the first time he had sugar. So that was a fun night afterwards. <laughs> But here's the reality of it. We did all the kind of cutesy things. We had the smash cake. We had the thousands of pictures. We had all the things that he's never gonna remember. But you know, it's kind of more for us. And so in the midst of all of that, I looked over at my wife and I just go, okay, one down, 17 to go. And uh, it was meant to be a joke of just going, okay, we made it, <laughs> we did it. Uh, but also a reminder. Someone once told me that every single age of a child's life has inherent joys and inherent challenges. And I'll just say, as a life of a church, that's the same way. There's inherent joys and there's inherent challenges. And so City Bridge, one year down, way to go. I don't know how many years we have left, but it's my conviction 
but the best is yet to come. So let's go. Thanks for listening. We pray this message encourages you on your journey with Jesus. If you found this message helpful, feel free to share it with others and leave us a review. To learn about City Bridge and how you can take your next faithful step with Jesus, check us out online at citybridgechurch.org. You can also follow us on social at citybridgecc. See you next time.